Nancy Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis. It's described as the new adolescent epidemic, vaping and electronic cigarettes. That's actually the title of a new brief from UT Tyler's Hibbs Institute for Business and Economic Research. Hibbs senior analyst Manuel Reyes is our guest. Welcome. Thank you so much. Good to have you back again. Vaping is illegal on school campuses. It's illegal for people that are under 18. Uh, stores aren't supposed to be selling to minors. Where are they getting these things? The laws are changing, and it also depends from state to state. But I think the important thing is that more and more adolescents are using e-cigarettes, a huge search during these past four or five years. We're talking about middle schoolers and high schoolers, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, in this situation, uh, we have e-cigarette manufacturers have been called out by Congress and the courts for marketing products toward kids. It was last September that one of the largest e-cigarette manufacturers, Juul, agreed to a $440 million settlement with 33 states, and Texas was one of those. We got $43 million of that in January. You think that money is going to be used to try and slow down the use among kids? Hopefully, because we definitely need it. Uh, I think the original problem was when the electronic cigarette was promoted as a healthy alternative to replace regular cigarettes. Tobacco products. Yes. And, and, and they didn't know how harmful can this be. And there was a lot of people uh, using it to uh, stop uh, smoking because it has some uh, nicotine. You can put nicotine in, in there. So it works like, a, you know, the patches or the, the gums with nicotine to reduce smoking. But a lot of people got into it, not necessarily to replace regular uh, uh, cigarettes. There's also an addictive aspect of that, too. I mean, that, that's it something is. that here you were supposed to be getting rid of one addiction and some people picked up another, which is the, the e-cigarettes. Or both, even or, worse. Yes, yes. Well, now, kids and cigarettes. I mean, I'm in my <laughs> seventh decade, and I will tell you that as a kid, I mean, swiping cigarettes out of mom's purse and going out on the back porch or behind the garage or whatever, that was just a thing. It was, it was a way to look like a big kid. So it's almost like a phase, but this sounds like a phase that – that has reached a point where it's deadly. Yes, absolutely. The proportion of nicotine into the electronic cigarette can be even higher than regular cigarettes. And two, it's very hard to, to notice someone who is uh, smoking an electronic cigarette. You know, as you said, uh, uh, during the high school years, you hide in the porch, you use uh, cigarettes, but you smell. The, the smell is very hard to hide. It's getting into your hair. It is very hard to hide it. Electronic cigarettes do not smell. And the companies are making it even more attractive because they're flavored. They have nice flavors like, I don't know, vanilla or even popcorn. They taste good. What was the conclusion that your study drew from all of this in terms of, of where we go next? I mean, you've, you're establishing a problem. You're using uh, data from the CDC and from, from all over the country and a variety of different sources. So you've established that there's a problem. What's the solution, do you suppose? Well, I think the key thing is information. I think that a lot of people, they were just using it because they thought it was healthy. It was good. There's nothing bad about using it. We were not very well informed at the beginning, so a lot of people jump into it thinking it was not harmful. 
something that irrelevant to your health. But now with more research, and we found that there is severe damages to your lungs and your system. And uh, as we described in the brief, there's many, many uh, different uh, consequences that you, you may have when you smoke electronic cigarette. I think the key is information. I think that we really need to be informed about how bad this could be. And I think that's going to be helpful to substantially reduce the consumption. The parental information here seems to be what's lacking. Uh, perhaps parents are just not aware of or they dismiss the stories of, of cottage cheese lung. They vaped uh, for years uh, on end and then suddenly you see what the damage has done to them internally. How do you think we're going to, to reach parents who will clamp down on their kids? Well, in, in bulletins like, like the HIPS brief and, and they're just sharing information, I know some parents here in Tyler that were not aware how harmful they can be to their kids. And they allow it because they think it's fine. They think this is, is uh, I rather have my kids smoke an electronic cigarette than regular cigarettes. That's good because I don't want them to get into regular cigarettes. But it's not. It's also harmful and they don't know. That's why they allow it or do not prevent it. And, and it is addictive, and it yes. does have a higher level of nicotine. In yes. Case. Well, the other aspect of this, too, is there are marijuana products that end up in those, uh, those e-cigarettes yes. as well. That's also the case. Yeah. I share here in the brief relevant numbers in regards to East Texas. Do you have specific numbers as they relate to the, the usage of e-cigarettes in East Texas? Yes. Can you can you share some of the high points of that? I mean, perhaps uh, some particular factoid that uh, people might be surprised at? Interestingly, uh, females are smoking more than males. Whites are smoking uh, more than African-American and Hispanic. Students who live with their parents are less prone to smoke than those who do not. As you move forward with your report, what kind of uh, feedback are you thinking you might get from this in terms of local health agencies, schools, and that sort of thing? Well, I already have received emails about like, hey, do you know what's been done about this? I have had uh, emails from different individuals here in the community that have been contacted by local independent school districts. So I guess my goal is to share information that we can all know. And I think that's, in, in the case of this specific problem, information is key. So I think that the fact that more and more people is getting informed, uh, I, that's good. And I'm, I'm reaching my, my goal. Now, how to prevent the use or how to move this forward is something that I, I cannot do. I only do uh, numbers and data and information and try to have people informed. Uh, if this piece is getting the, on, on the right hands, I'm sure that they will try to, to do some actions. Our guest has been Manuel Reyes, Senior Research Analyst for UT Tyler's Hibbs Institute. You can find a link to more information on this latest brief on our website, kvut.org. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio.